0: Welcome to the inaugural Gold Coast Suns Members Podcast. Uh, I have with me uh, Jane McGough and she'll be uh, commenting shortly in relation to uh, consumer and community role and what's actually going on with the club. But first and foremost, uh, who am I and why am I hosting this Members Podcast? I'm actually a Foundation uh, Gold A member, uh, so my 10th year, along with my family and actually had three years uh, through a previous business that I ran uh, sponsoring uh, Jager O'Meara. Uh, Made some great friends uh, throughout the football club and uh, fellow members over the years. And some may know me out there as the the guy that wears the silly suits and the silly jackets and uh, I've got a sequins one on as we speak. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, well and truly going through the process of uh, being a loyal, passionate member never missed a home game and I've travelled to a number of away games on numerous occasions over the years so uh, I am well and truly a Gold Coast Suns supporter. Now consumer and community role Jane McGough uh, over to you why are we actually having this podcast?
1: Thanks Jason and and welcome it's great to get this off up and running Uh, so we wanted to really create a platform where we handed the reins back to members Um, and yourself hosting this is obviously one of the big parts of that brilliant thank you no worries um and throughout the year we'll be organizing interviews with people such as mark evans the ceo who you've got on today john haynes and stewie jew from the footy department but we want to also know who else the members want to hear from so we're really open to that so we really want everyone to let us know um we've really set a goal this year to enhance our communication to our members and and this is one of the parts of it and some of the key announcements we've had this year, we've really made sure that the members have been the first people to find that news out, which is really important. And this, this podcast hopefully gets to give members an insight um, throughout the year, in a little bit more insight into the club.
0: Well, it brings them as uh, a lot closer to the club and part of the inner sanctum and finding out things that they may not have uh, otherwise found out, which is, which is fantastic. Uh, obviously, Mark Evans coming up on the show later on today, which is uh, very exciting and um, obviously we've just come off the back of of round one Um, a very very close and a bit of a heartbreaking loss to St Kilda but a terrific effort by the boys. Um, Round two though it's all about the future it's all about tomorrow it's all about next Sunday afternoon here at Metricon Stadium. Uh, Jane what's in store for uh, all the members for round two?
1: Um, Excellent so we can't wait I know the players are the same everyone can't wait to be back at Metricon it's nice to be playing at Metricon in the run half of the year again this year um so this weekend um what we've done over the off season ourselves as an admin department have really worked on how we can make our game day experience even better for members and fans and we think we already did a pretty good job oh it's
0: always been good uh, having not missed a game it's it's always been a very good experience but you, you're enhancing it even more
1: we are yes so what you'll find um this weekend for the first time is our sun squad and they're actually a dance crew from um full of local girls and guys so kids as well as um some adults and and sort of teenagers they're all from i can dance and they're going to be a really huge part of um the experience at our match days this year and dance is really popular at the moment so we want to sort of bring that experience to metricon so that'll be a lot of fun
0: oh my eight-year-old will love that he's uh he's into hip-hop he's actually got hip-hop this afternoon and uh, he does acro and uh Watches a couple of his instructors uh, on I Can Dance on uh, on one of the local on one of the Nickelodeon channels, I think it is. So that's very exciting initiative for uh, to have here actually live game day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So they'll be fab, and they're a really great crew. We had a little bit of a sneak preview um, at our launch of our brand launch at Challenge Accepted a few weeks ago, and and they were great. So we're really really excited about that um down the scoreboard end of the of the ground you'll certainly notice something a little bit different uh this year uh we're unveiling the sun surf club so it's a it'll have a life-size lifeguard tower there down there it'll really bring that gold coast feel to the stadium um for everyone that's going to be a general admission area so they'll um we can't wait for everyone to see that something that we've worked on um for the last couple of months and it's it's Finally off the ground and been built the last few weeks.
0: A surf club at the footy. Yeah. how good's that? Yeah, uniquely that leaves, Gold Coast. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. leaves that leaves the pool deck at the Gabba in uh, Wella truly in its wake. Exactly. An actual. So that will, will there be sand and stuff? Like there won't be about sand. It, it, we, it, it,
1: yeah, yeah, we did on. look at that. We yep. certainly looked at sand, but um, logistically it becomes a little bit tricky, and we didn't want that sand ending up on the ground. But you'll certainly notice um, it'll it'll stand out. It'll stand out. Brilliant. Yeah.
0: Very exciting. Right. Yes.
1: Um. We're really excited to announce exclusively on the podcast today that Dan Anstey from CFM will become, from the breakfast team, will become our game day host, on-ground host for the year. So we're really excited about that. He started working with the club really closely the last few months and um, we can't wait to have him out there on gra- on game day.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Another another fantastic addition. There's been uh, a number of player recruits, uh, a number of uh, administrative um, recruits, and, uh, and now we've got Dan from uh, CFM uh, hosting... Uh, game day live so uh, another exciting initiative from the club so it's uh, w- well and truly round two can't come quick enough from yeah. uh, from my point of view as a member and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, the game day experience and uh, obviously the boys run around against uh, the Dockers on the weekend.
1: Yeah definitely and all the, the usuals will be there so the kids own We'll be back and there's a lot of effort going into that to make sure kids and families are really entertained at the game. Macca's kick-to-kick, kick, which happens after every game, which is great and we love seeing people bring their footies. There's a number of new food and beverage options and still lots for members too to keep an eye on, so some exclusive opportunities for members at every one of our game days. So, yeah, we can't wait to, to get cracking this Sunday afternoon.
0: And seeing how much effort has gone in to the off-field and... I must admit, it's the best pre-season marketing campaign I've ever seen of the Suns and challenge accepted. Whose idea was it?
1: Well, a lot of work went into it um, from a number of people across the club, but probably... Come on, Jane, claim it, claim it. I'll claim a small part. (laughs) um, About 18 months ago, a number of us started working with a local Queensland agency and did a lot of research into the Suns, into the perception of footy on the coast, um, the perception of the Suns, and sort of came up with this mindset if you like or or brand that we wanted to start to to explore which was challenge accepted and talk to all of the things um about the club that we know we can be up against it and we have been in the past but really about being up for the challenge and also spoke to the gold coast and gold coasters as well who a lot of people move here for a better life for themselves um, are up for the challenge and also wanted to portray I think previously we've probably done the nice, beautiful, sunny beaches, which we all love on the coast, Yes. but um, partway through it, we sort of started thinking about um, the powerful weather events that we have on the coast, and it actually happened that a massive storm had happened when we were pulling this all together, and we found our social media feeds flooded with pictures of the clouds rolling in and the storms and all of those sorts of things, and we thought... We're not just about sunny beaches. The The Gold Coast can be challenging in a number of ways and we wanted to really portray that and not not necessarily the the beaches and, and the sunshine that we have in the past. It's the powerful waves, the belting storms and rain, but that really powerful belting sun as we all experienced on the weekend.
0: Just to finish off on, Jane, who's your favourite player?
1: That's a tough one. I've... Um I'd probably say there's a couple that have done a lot of work in the community of uh, for a, for a long time, and typically, particularly when I started, I was really impressed with the likes of Pete and Took who do a lot of work off their own bat. Harbs, who and Jared drives, has yeah, been amazing yeah, who drives a lot of programs. But seeing the the players as a group over the past few weeks or months, if you like, particularly around um, all of the work we've been doing out in the community and and what we've got coming up this week, as you say, around junior clubs and. And we're celebrating Gold Coast footy this weekend as well. They're all they're a really fantastic bunch, and the likes of Isaac Rankin and Josh Corbett are two of the most enthusiastic um, kids, which I'll call them because they're pretty young that you'll ever meet. So you don't like to have favourites, but they've all been really, really impressive in the way that they've gone out and engaged the community, their work with kids that that they're doing, and particularly promoting junior footy participation and trying to increase that. Um, in our regions, on the coast and also North Queensland, which is vital really long-term for our growth, not only through fans, but, you know, we want to create little girls and boys that end up playing for the Suns.
0: And wrapping up with this, Sunday afternoon, round two, Metricon Stadium, not round 12 like last season. (laughs) Round two, Gold Coast Suns, Fremantle Dockers. Frio had a wonderful victory yesterday against... uh, my old team. I've been a member at North Melbourne for about 20 years as well but uh, the Suns are, uh, are my team now. Um, Frio will be very tough to beat. Um, what are your thoughts on the game next week?
1: It will be tough. Um, they've got a big trip ahead of them. We know what it's like going back the other way in terms of the travel, going over to... from opposite ends of the country but I think if the boys can show the fight and the spirit in which they played the game and certainly that challenge accepted the never give up attitude that they yeah the four-quarter effort and to win three of those quarters is really significant so we're really excited and we just can't wait for everyone to to come along to the game members and fans and celebrate all the things that are great about the Gold Coast so part of the match day experience but also all the kids that will be here we've actually got um the first time ever and I think it's probably one of the unique things that we can do running our stadium is we've got our under nines and tens from our southern based um Gold Coast footy clubs playing the curtain raisers on Metricon Stadium this weekend. Um so they'll actually be the curtain raisers and and don't worry the northern um clubs will have their opportunity a bit later in the year. But part of that connection with local footy so we'll have a heap of kids here for their game and hopefully they all stick around and can watch the game and and aspire to one day run out into Metricon as a a Suns player. So, yeah, we just can't wait for the game.
0: Brilliant, Jane. Jane McGough from the Gold Coast Suns Consumer and Community Role. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you. Looking forward to more of these.
0: Indeed. Cheers. Very excited to uh, welcome Gold Coast Suns CEO, uh, Mr. Mark Evans, uh, who joined the club in uh, February 2017 and uh, he was formerly the uh, GM of Football Operations for the AFL for uh, four years prior to that and um, the GM of Football Operations at Hawthorne. Holds a Bachelor of Education from Ballarat University and uh, is also a life member of the uh, Box Hill Football Club uh, where you played, Mark, from uh, 1992 to 1995.
2: Yeah, I spent a bit of time at Box Hill, um, played a number of years in the VFA for two clubs but then became a director of Box Hill through my connection with Hawthorne, so no, very special club, good club. Indeed. Now let's hop straight
0: into it. Yesterday, the Suns, obviously, round one, a terrific effort by the boys, uh, just didn't quite get the chocolates. Uh, one point
2: yeah it was agonizing after such a wonderful start like a really good thing to do when you're interstate to try and take the crowd out of it early and and to get a a lead like we did uh second quarter a little bit wasteful maybe um maybe trying to go too fast on on occasions and, and not enough poise uh but after having the injuries to to ben ainsworth and to dave swallow you could, uh, you would have thought that we'd have fallen away, but to come home strongly in that game and for both of those players to continue gutsing it out uh, was very commendable. It would have been a a gutsy win, um, you know. I said yesterday, a, a brave win is better than a brave loss, but um, I'm Indeed, pleased. Yeah. I'm pleased that we fought it out, and uh, it, it shows there's some good promise there. Well, it looks
0: like the boys have had a really good off season. Um, so throughout the summer, they've set themselves up by the looks of it. Round one, they've almost got over the line against St Kilda in an away game. We've got Fremantle coming up this weekend at home. What are your thoughts for the last uh, three or four
2: months of uh, how they've gone? Yeah, it was a very significant uh, reset by the club. And um, uh, part of the strategy was to go to the draft and get good young players. We'll see them come into the team. You saw Jack lacosis yesterday, but you'll see others, Isaac Rankin and Ben King and hopefully Jez McClellan get a uh, get some game time during the year and you'll, you'll get a glimpse of the future but we also topped that up with some experienced players Sam Collins Jack Holmes, Anthony miles George Holland Smith George uh, Jordan Murdoch and and you'll see that that really is designed to make sure that these kids are well supported through their development
0: indeed no they look very good um, all of them played well but uh, Jack lococious looked Very classy, very silky skills uh, for his first game.
2: He's one of the best kicks in the team already. And um, uh, he actually was a a little bit down on a couple of his kicks yesterday. But I think you'll see and grow to love uh, what he does with the ball. uh, He's a very, very special talent.
0: Indeed. I've got a couple of questions here that have been sent in from uh, our our members. And the first one from Sharon Edwards, who is actually
2: a foundation member. How do we counteract the negative media coverage from Melbourne? It's really interesting, isn't it? Because the most dominant voice in the media landscape comes from Melbourne and they don't have to have too much care for the Suns. It's just a a topic for them and and a topic they're happy to beat us up on. And the problem that I have is when the local media might just cut and paste that into our world. I would rather them take a very, very specific Suns approach. Come and ask us for our opinion on a story and we'll give that to you. And uh, you know, so, when, when Melbourne media go off about something, we've got two tactics. One, you can just ignore it. If it's a bit of rope a dope, they just want you to say something and you're not going to win, you can ignore it. Or you can go on the attack. And for my view, if they're being unfair, unreasonable, going hard at our people, then that's when we stand up for ourselves. Indeed, Mark, yes. In, in the meantime, the, the best thing we can do is work with local media and work hard in all of our club communications through the social media channels and website. To make sure that our story gets told,
0: and are you satisfied with the local media support, the Gold Coast Bulletin and the like?
2: Yeah, generally they're they're very good, and and would like to work with us. And uh, we're in discussions with them now, and had a briefing just last week to all of the local media outlets to say, how do we how do we make this town more and more uh, suns favourable to to counteract some of that stuff from down south?
0: Yeah, agreed. Richard Newen uh, has been a Sun supporter and a member for eight years. Um, which players are you most excited to watch this year?
2: Uh, well, particularly after seeing them yesterday, I would have said this in any case, I would have thought Charlie Ballard looks to me like he's going to be a player. Um, Indeed. Still only so young, but uh, the confidence that he's got in the air uh, is tremendous for someone, a young defender. And I think uh, Will Powell's certainly shown that he's going to have some some pretty exciting things to watch across the journey. Probably his best game ever yesterday. It was, um, yeah. Braden Fiorini, for me, looks like he's, he's the real deal now in the midfield. and He belongs, and doesn't ready he? To, ready to go. Uh, but I'm, even someone like Pierce Hanley, who we just mm. haven't seen for two years, I'm really looking forward to seeing Pierce uh, strut his stuff. When it comes to the young kids, it's going to be very hard not to get excited when you see an Isaac Rankin uh, moment or two and Jack Likosius being king, we should see their development as well.
0: Indeed, absolutely. The, uh, there's a handful of players, actually, that were regulars last season as well, in the, in the likes of uh, Aaron Young, obviously, who's had a bit of an injury. Nick Holman struggled with his back a little bit. Uh, Will Brody, Calamarchi, and Sam Day. So we do actually have a bit of depth this year.
2: Yeah, and add in Sean Lemons, and there might even be a couple of others that we haven't thought of right off the top of our head, but all of those guys should feed in and play significant parts of the season. And it's going to be a fine balance for Stewie and the coaches because what we definitely need to do is to make sure we develop the young talent, but we need to do that in a way that inspires the club and also uh, you know, puts enough support around them that they're not just left uh, floundering you know, uh, against bigger bodies. So it's a bit of a balance uh, for selection this year and we're going to need all of those players and more to, uh, to fire.
0: Absolutely. The leadership side of things. Obviously, we've got Jared Witz and David Swallow as co-captains this year. Uh, another uh, couple of new captains for the club, but they seem to be both are going to be around long-term. They've got long, long-term long contracts. Um, what are your thoughts on their leadership so far?
2: Well, losing Stephen May, Tom Lynch, as you know, investing so heavily in them as captains, and then to lose them, um, what was important was that our leaders now commit to what we're doing in the next... Um, period of time at the Suns. And for, for Dave to do that straight off the bat, for Jared Wits, for Tuke Miller to do that, and I think we'll be not far away from some other players signing extensions as well. Uh for, for the that group of players to be able to commit to Stewie and the club and say so we're here for the long haul and we're gonna make sure this thing works is incredible. Dave Swallow nearly won the game off his own boot yesterday. So on, on one leg as he's well. On one leg he has to go forward you know he's a crash and bash midfielder has to go forward kicks three um, almost pulled in another spectacular mark as well and uh, uh, would have been a wonderful thing for the start of his captaincy but uh, so proud of what they did
0: Chris Burgess went so close as well in the the square would have been uh, an early uh, mark of the year contender if he dragged it down and had a Set shot right in front with a minute to go and uh, probably ice the game for us. So uh, moments, it. moments.
2: You would not forget that as your first game ever, would you? If It's that, so close, so close. And What I, what I look forward to, it's, it's hard to have a one-point loss. It always is. There's so many things in a game. You just need slightly different and you've won. But uh, what I look forward to is Stewie working with the crew and looking at the dying minutes of the game to look at, okay, if you're in this situation again, would you do that? How could we help that player do this? What would you do there? And that's that learning and development, which is uh, what we have to set ourselves up for.
0: Such a young team. There is a lot of learnings to be had, and, and those sort of experiences, those sort of close games are invaluable. So to be in the game for the entire game is is outstanding. Do you think that... I've, I've heard really good reports from the uh, from the summer, from, from the off-season. Do you think that that is already starting to reap some rewards uh, as to how... Uh, how well they went during the uh, during the pre-season?
2: Well, I'd have to say the whole club has had a very, very good summer program. From, from November onwards, you couldn't fault what has happened, the way that the place has reset, uh, great messaging with the new Challenge Accepted campaign. Uh, we signed at Realty as a coach sponsor. Ostworld took out naming rights of the centre room at the moment and extended their deal with the club. And we've got a couple of big announcements still to come. I would think probably inside of the next two weeks we should, we should have two more big announcements for the club. So to do all of that at the same time as having Stewie bringing in 14 new staff, 14 new players, a changing uh, program around leadership and culture, changes to the program around conditioning, and all of those things will uh, take us somewhere. They may take a little bit of time, but we're going to see glimpses uh, during the course of the season. You saw yesterday there was a difference in the finish of our game with only 25 men compared to the last time we played St Kilda where we fell over right at the end. Yes, so, yeah. so we were still coming. The game goes another one minute and we win the game.
0: Absolutely. We are very, very stiff not to win the game. So this season I've noticed a bit of a change in the draw uh, and our first couple of games are on a Sunday. Uh, previously we've always been a uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday twilight, or Saturday evening. Uh, This year we've got a few Sunday games. Uh, What's the the theory behind that?
2: Yeah, I think uh, mostly the AFL has found, particularly our home games, that they've worked well either as Saturday night fixtures or Saturday late afternoon. Uh, So if you're here as a visitor, or here with families and um, with sport, you can get some of those things out of the way and then still go to the football. Um, and uh, so that's been mostly our, our mainstay with maybe the occasional Sunday. This time around we've got particularly some of the away games of Sundays and we've got a, a Sunday game against Fremantle uh, a little bit later on Sunday so you've still got a chance to go to the beach, get the kids' sport done. And it's still nice and early enough to get them home home to bed. So uh, yes. yep. come, come, along, Agreed. come along and see our first home game for the year. Having an eight-year-old
0: myself and uh, being a, a local coach at Pack Power in the under-nines, uh, I know that a lot of the, uh, the young fellas and, and the families do come along to a lot of games and they do make decisions around, uh, around bedtime, incredibly. And it's all about getting the families and uh, as many supporters as we can. So uh, I'm not arguing with a uh, Sunday afternoon uh, fixture. So well done. Well done on that. Now, the AFLW Grand Final is this weekend to uh, change speed for a moment. Who's um, your tip, the Crows or the Blues?
2: It's hard not to pick the Crows, isn't it, after what they did they, yesterday? They've been terrific all year. Uh, in my book, they've got the best player by an absolute street uh, in Erin Aaron Phillips. Erin's amazing, and, yes. Uh, uh, she's just such a, such a class, uh, way, the way she moves, the way she brings others into the game, and the way she finishes, so... Uh, I think they'll win and on their home ground, I, I reckon they'll have a massive crowd and uh, uh, we look forward to beating them next year.
0: Mr Mark Evans, Gold Coast Suns CEO, fantastic. Thank you for joining us for uh, the first ever members-driven podcast for the Gold Coast Suns and uh, bring on Fremantle in round two and uh, we look forward to uh, having you on the air again soon. Thank you,
2: Mark. Thanks a lot. Cheers.
0: Huge thanks there to uh, Mark Evans for, uh, for joining us and uh, earlier you heard from uh, Jane McGough. Before I bring the uh, inaugural Gold Coast Members Suns podcast to a close, we don't want to call it the Gold Coast Suns Members Podcast. It needs to be a little bit more fancy than that, I think. So let's have a bit of a competition. And uh, not just bragging rights on the line out there for all of our listeners, but uh, there's also a uh, signed Gold Coast Suns team footy up for grabs. So please send in all of your suggestions, whether it's the Sizzling Suns or something to that effect where we can actually have a name that you own as members for our podcast, which you're gonna hear from me every every week or two, which is fantastic. We've got a few names already thrown around, but this is a competition for you. So we're gonna stay true to our, our mantra, where it's actually going to be members driven. It's a members podcast, so much so that you actually get to name it. So please send in all your ideas. And finally, before I sign off from episode one, next time you're going to hear from GM football, Mr. John Haynes. He's our next guest. So we'll wait wait with uh, bated breath to uh, hear from John Haynes next time around. In the meantime, keep an eye out for me. I'll have the sequins silly suit on for round two, Gold Coast Suns Fremantle this Sunday. See you then. (laughs)